It's finally here. Yeah, it is. It is Chip Week, ladies and gentlemen. Did I just say Chip Week? You said Chip. I, I meant li- Chip Week. I told you about that, too, before the pod even started. I said, Chris, you were saying Chip. It's the ship. It's the Ship Week. Anyways, the championship week is here in this league, the first one ever. So welcome into the show. It's going to be packed. We have two special guests this week. You're going to love it. You're not going to want to miss it. On with the show. Yee-haw! Y'all boys ready for this? Powder folks, let's gather around. Bowl the best sports talk in town. We got our hosts, Darren, Tim, and Chris. Baby, it can't get better than this. Give out all the power rankings. Laugh at all the teams tanking. A lot of fun, a lot of surprise. Let's give it up for the guys in this league. Yee-haw! That's pretty good. That was very insane. I dig that. Not bad for two gentlemen first time ever podcasting. My throat hurts. <laughs> hey, dude, straight from Texas Roadhouse himself, man. <laughs> dude, that was always the worst part about Texas Roadhouse. Did you guys eat a lot of Texas Roadhouse growing up? Of course. Do you have who, who has it? Do you have a birthday there? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. That big Texas yeehaw. Dude, you're sitting there with your parents, and it's like, no, it's, it's, no, no. It's your friends. You go with your friends, and as a joke, when it's your birthday, they say, oh, it's this guy's birthday. So you, they you, you just <laughs> right, you're you sitting there up embarrassment after forever. you just ate your slightly above average sirloin, and all of a sudden in the background, you just hear the, <laughs> wow, and you're just like, oh, my gosh. First of all, it's country fried steak to you. There's nothing better. Yeah, you go there with your friends, honestly, but the family is already there at Texas Red House. <laughs> it's the waiters, the waitresses, their family. They're the family. Wow. Okay, so welcome into welcome into the Texas Roadhouse podcast. I am <laughs> So, in reality, welcome in to this episode of the This League Fantasy Football Podcast. I am back. I am your host. Chris Mitchum, shout out to Aaron Hunt, who is also with us for hosting last week. You did amazing, man. Thanks, man. I mean, you know, substitute for you. I can't, you know, fill your shoes completely, but I think everyone wants to know, how was the date? I'm still single. On to the, (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, Tim, I don't know. Tim, unfortunately, is not with us this week. He had something come up, and honestly, it might be something, or it might just be absolute suicide watch, maybe? I don't know. We'll get into that later. Oh, what a week it was. But we have two very, very special guests. I consider them royalty right now because we have two people who are in the inaugural first ever this league championship game playing for a grand. We have Kyle Stretch. Hello, hello, hello. And the one and only owner of Team Uninspired Youth, Anthony La Penta. Hey, what's going on, everybody? <laughs> La Penta. You like that? I liked it. All right. (laughs) Yeah, so we have them here. They're going to help us break down everything championship because, like I said, it is ship week. And we're going to break it down, all all of it, here this episode. It is the evening of Tuesday, December 22nd. And you know what that means. It's three days till Christmas time. You guys hype? Oh, of course. Christmas, it's the best day of the year. Yeah, I'm absolutely hyped because I'm actually going to a cabin in southern Indiana with my family. It's going to be a hot tub, some foosball, some uh, pool. It'll be good. Dude, I love being in a hot tub with my mom. Okay. <laughs> Shannon is a great lady. You take that back. 
Hundred percent getting coal. All right, let's move on. <laughs> oh my gosh, uh, I was slightly disappointed last week, Aaron. Like I said, you did a great job hosting, but we did not have a Christmas outro song. You guys didn't pick one. I was a little upset, so we're gonna decide that right now. Like, what song, the pod before Christmas, are we leaving with? Grandma got ran over by a reindeer. I don't, who sings that song? Me. <laughs> okay. Um. So, are you really gonna sing it, like, for the outro? I'm Absolutely a, I'm a not. Can't just do that, man. Um, yeah, I need a song, guys. What are we doing? Are we stick classics, Jingle Bell. We rock in some, you know, some uh, Let It Snow. Some. You know what we gotta do? We gotta do it. What? The Mariah Carey song. <sighs> or Justin Bieber. What's some mistletoe? I think Gucci Mane has a. Gucci Mane does have. <laughs> Dude, I think he does. Okay, Gucci Mane Christmas it is. Merry Christmas to all. <laughs> Gosh, we need to talk about it's fantasy. We need to talk about fantasy football. The agenda for today, we're going to go through a, I think what was, I'm not even being hyperbolic, what was the best week of this league so far. Week 15 review, we're going to break down all those matchups with one in particular. And then we'll get into the week 16 matchups. There's only two this week. And of course, we're the most of this show is just going to be dedicated to the ship. We're going to be previewing that, all the goodness that comes with that. So uh, before we get started, drinks of the week. Anthony, I'll start with you, man. I just wanted to say, you know what household you're in, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. I know what household I'm in. I'm drinking an ice-cold Miller Lite in a holiday can. Shout out to my father, Charles. He is a big <laughs> fan of Miller Lite, so this is for him. Shout out, Charles. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, I am also drinking a Miller Lite because I live here and it's Miller Lite household. Chris, what did you serve me again? That is a nice glass of my... Woodford Reserve. <laughs> it is my Woodford. Well, I uh, I figured out who I should thank after the podcast, but I'm drinking some of Chris's Woodford Reserve. Mm, and I'm drinking some of my Woodford Reserve, too. It is delightful. Drinks up. Let's get on with the show. Okay, so week 15 came. One of my favorite things about the This League League is every single game, everybody's playing for something, right? There's no tanking here. You are not going to be rewarded for having a crappy team, you know? Um, So even the loser's bracket games, we're not going to spend a lot of time on those, but they had some meaning. So the first one that you had, you had myself, Chris, and Team Fairlife, the number three seed in the loser bracket, going up against Hayden and the Big Ben Revenge Tour, who was the number one seed in the loser's bracket. And... uh, Safe to say Hayden started the year very strong and ended the year very not strong. Losing five of his last six, he ends up losing this matchup as as well. Final score was Team Fairlife 155, Hayden 109.76. What happened here? Why is Hayden's team now maybe the worst in the league? I think when you look at it, it's running backs for me. I mean, just across the board, Ronald Jones – Aaron Jones had a nice week, so you know I think he's an outlier. But when you just look up and down the roster, you know Miles Gaskin, you know missing him for a majority of the past few weeks, um, that's going to hurt you a lot. And then just some of his flex options too. I just feel like continued to be weak. James Conner, you know, uh, being out of the lineup too. Things just really fell off for him at that position specifically. Yeah, I mean, when you look at his roster, a lot of guys started the year hot. You know, the Aaron Jones, the James Connors, Allen Robinson, they all started really hot. And then it's like Miles Gaskin's injury just kind of plummeted his team. I think 
since week nine, I think, he's only won one. And that was against Sir Stretch, actually, in uh, week 13, I think it was, the last game of the regular season. I'm worthless. You're a piece of shit. I mean, <laughs> that's the way it is. I hope you realize that. Yeah, for Never sure. Never down my mind every day. Wake up. Claypool's cooled off. Chase Claypool has cooled off quite a bit. Um, he had that rocketing start to the year. When you look at Team Fairlife, I am not going to talk about my own team because how arrogant would that be? But I'm just saying I had the second most points scored this week. I don't, I don't know if you guys want to add anything to that or anything. You're in the losers bracket. Who cares? <laughs> what a take. I mean, I think we would be uh, remiss if we didn't talk about Josh Allen for da, a second. Da, da. Uh, that trade that you know Chris made with Don. What week was that that you made the trade? It was like week eight or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you have your franchise quarterback. You know, I think looking at next season, you know, that position is squared away for you, especially just with how great Josh Allen has been, putting up 40 points, and then Calvin Ridley, look out now, but 32 points for him and DJ Moore, quietly. Yeah, you hear Coming back onto the scene. Yeah, he plays football, Joe. I will say, you know, you are set up at quarterbacks for forever, honestly. I mean, you know, rookie last year. Wait, no, he's been here. Josh Allen's been. He was a rookie. Two years ago. Is it two years ago? He was two years, years, ago. years ago. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah Josh Allen, you got Hurts now. I think he's going to be a big-time player in Philly. Um, But uh, we'll see what happens to the rest of your team. That's that's a big question. I got but a mean text from Jalen Hurts whenever I picked him up from stretch. Oh, it was very mean. <laughs> it was like, you fucker. <laughs> I won't go into context. <laughs> I was like, I love you, buddy. Uh, but, no, Josh Allen is very fun to watch throw the football. Lasers. But like I said, we will not fin- uh, we will not fester on these games very long. Uh, I defeat Hayden, so that means I win the third overall pick coming up in the draft. And Hayden officially finishes last place in this league. According to the Constitution, we have to have a punishment. We just have not decided what it is yet. I've heard putting pictures up in people's houses, and if somebody catches you without the picture up, you lose like your first-round pick, something like that. Just the winner gets to decide what the loser puts up. Something like that. I don't know if we'll all agree on a tattoo. Probably not, but, hey, you never know. (laughs) So, sucks for Hayden. Last place in the inaugural this league season. On to the next matchup. We had Clayton, who was the number four seed in the loser's bracket, going up against Don Perignon and the number two seed in the loser's bracket. The final score here was Clayton 140, Don 92. Clayton just absolutely annihilates his opponent in what was, of course, a civil war. Yeah, when you look at uh, <clears throat> Don's team, the first note you have here, Don benched Tony Pollard. Uh, I think that's just a direct result of not looking at the lineup, not being up to date on who's playing, who's not. Um, and it kind of showed. I mean, when you look at Don's score up and down the board, I mean, Juju Smith-Schuster, 1.5. With how the Steelers have been playing lately, do you bench them even against the Bengals? I mean, that's that's fair to consider. Uh, Raheem Mostert was kind of banged up going in, and he ended up getting hurt during the game. But then I think the biggest story is Clayton with Ryan Tannehill. Oh, 43 baby. points. Goodness. Unbelievable. Gosh. Don't look now. Uh, of course, Clayton was basically the laughing stock of the year of the league this year, unfortunately. But – here is his last three-week totals in the loser's bracket. 140 in week 13, 133 in week 14, 140 in week 15. 
He's peaking at the wrong time. I think he's going to be very scary next year if he's healthy, you know. As in regular football, if you're healthy, you're scary. But, you know, he had all those injuries to start early and just all went downhill from there. That did. He, I mean, he was number one in the preseason for a reason. And, again, injuries just bit him more than usual. All right. And that team, of course, that game was for the number one overall pick, which Clayton secured. But. As we all know, nobody was really playing for their first round pick in this in this bracket. Um, so that basically means Aaron secures the number one overall pick in next year's rookie draft. Of course, he got that from the I don't even know if you can call it a trade. The massacre that was giving Clayton Mike Davis for a first round pick. So that's great. Also, still, Tim has uh, Tim gets Don's pick who he will now get the second overall pick. And, of course, Tim gave – or Don gave Tim the number one overall pick for Tony Pollard. So that tells you maybe why these two aren't in the loser's bracket because those are some dumbass trades. Pissed off. All right, let's go to the games people actually care about. Oh, actually, nah, there's one more we got to get to before the big ones. We had Zach, who was the number three seed in the winner's bracket, going up against Steven in Mount Passmore, who was the number five seed. And I just want to know who told your players that this season was over. Like, this was a very pathetic performance for two playoff teams, in my opinion. The final score was Zach 110, Steven 129. Well, Zach's team sucks anyway, so we all know that. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's unfortunate to see, especially when Steven, I feel like his team was really competitive last week. Um, and just to think, too, that George Kittle's coming back week 16. Like, he could have maybe had him. A.J. Brown continuing to be consistent. With Zach, I mean, <clears throat> all season long, Dalvin Cook, ride or die, he showed out this week. But, uh, I mean, outside of that, it's just kind of meh. Dalvin Cook and Derrick Henry are like the two running backs now. If they don't get you 30 points, it's like that was a bad week. <laughs> that was a disappointing week as Anthony chuckles next to me owning the freaking gigantic man that might deliver him a championship. And just looking at Zach's – Players he did not play very poorly managed this week, Zach. I'm sorry to tell you. I gotta be blunt. Poorly managed, you know. But you know, there 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 is a little upside. It's not all all uh all hope is not lost, you know. So we'll see. Fifty three yard touchdown road, Carlos Hyde on the bench, twenty five point JD McKissick on the bench, seventeen or excuse me, twenty seven point Marvin Jones Jr. on the bench. Not the best manager week for Zach who I think fittingly, we had him at the bottom of the power rankings. He gets the last pick in the draft this year. So that seems fitting. Will Rondell Moore fall that more fall that far? And Steven, last thing, please drop Taysom Hill for a position player. It drives us all insane every single week. Okay, that is all. Thank you. <laughs> By everyone, I think he means Stretch. <laughs> oh, man, Stretch loves him, his athletic white quarterbacks. Yes. So like I said, <laughs> Steven – defeats Zach. Now let's get to the games that people actually care about. We had two games for people fighting to get into the championship of the This League playoff. The first one we will touch on before we get to the big one. We had Aaron and team Let Russ Cook, the number four seed in the playoffs, going up against Kyle Stretch and team saving Matt Ryan, who came into the playoffs as the number one seed and I will go no further. I am staring dead in the eyes of the two competitors. I will just say, Aaron, your team picked a rough week to kind of shit the bed. <sighs> that they did. That they did. I will admit, though, on 
Sunday, I texted Stretch. I said, hey, man, good week. You know, it's going to be hard to win when Devontae Adams and Robbie Anderson combined for 15 points. Okay, okay, okay. That was that was Sunday. Remind me what you said last Thursday. Oh, no, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so, as I remember it very fondly, he said, there's going to be a nuke coming, and there's no way I can stop it. <laughs> I actually said you should be a doomsday prepper. Anyway, so I took that bullshit. I didn't prep, and I was going to talk so much shit to him. Oh, hang on. Verbal meme, the whole Michael Jordan uh, holding the whiskey glass saying, and I took that personally. Yeah. I did take that personally. <laughs> so I was going to talk so much crap to him. I was prepping, and then he sends me this text, and all the shit talk that came out of my body, just it, it, it just exited my body. I, I, I couldn't talk any more crap to him, and... You know, he was very respectful about it, and he made it not fun. I'm like, I'm going to lie to you. I want to talk so much shit. I can't do it anymore. But fu- Oh, no. No, no. Not going to say it. <laughs> well, Never mind. With that being said, though, I, I do want to defend my team a little bit. A little bit. Um, Devontae Adams, I mean, he didn't even touch his average for the year. So if he would have gotten 20 to 25, which is usually what you would expect, Robbie Anderson gets 15 to 20, which is what he normally gets. I win the game. Uh, but they had their lowest point totals of the year when they're both healthy the whole game. Devontae had, I think, like six or something when he got hurt against the Lions early on in like week three or four. Um, yeah, the Melvin Gordon, uh, 24 points, complete bullshit. Uh, he waddled into two touchdowns. Um, Kyler Murray was just insane. I can't really argue that. And Camara's good, but outside of that, man, yeah, he's all right. <laughs> I mean, Hunter Henry put up his greatest point total of the week. Ah, it's just tough. Number seven tight end in the league. I mean, it's not uncommon. No, it's not. It's, it's not. You're right. But uh, no, I mean, stretch beat me fair and square. At least it wasn't like the other matchup we're going to talk about. Oh, before that, oh. speaking of Melvin Gordon, I want Anthony's take on his feelings about the trade we had about three weeks prior. Yes, flashback for a stretch. What? What? Yeah, now that you both are here, I think whenever me and Aaron first broke it down, we were like, this seems fairly even-ish. Oh, but yeah. now it's kind of paid dividends. Well, you guys, you guys, uh, you guys covered it pretty well. You know, I was in win-now mode. My running backs are kind of depleted. And, you know, Darrell Henderson was not really cutting Darnell it. Darnell Anderson? Sure. Um, so I proposed a trade to Anthony, you know, more short-term, long-term. He was younger. Um I personally could see his carries were dwindling. I saw that. I I still think he was formidable. I didn't I wasn't trying to scam Anthony out of anything. Um but I proposed the trade and you know we, we thought about it, we accepted. So Hey, that's fancy football, baby. I mean, yeah, hindsight's twenty twenty. Kinda regret letting Melvin Gordon go right now. But on the hindsight, Cam Akers is down right now. Darnell Henderson is the next guy up. He is the next guy up. So I'm really hoping that this week pays off with that trade. Oh, man. We'll see what happens. Oh, they're going to go up against – oh, I didn't even think about that storyline. That's juicy. Damn. Okay, like I said, we'll get to that in the the shit preview. Yeah, I I haven't done it this episode yet, but I think I got to do it. I got a a deem stretch with the – it's the playoffs – I think this is a you-win-who-you-win situation here. Aaron, by all accounts, did not have a good game for his team. So 
I want to say Stretch didn't necessarily win, more so Aaron lost. It shows up on the record books, and that all is, that is honestly all that matters. But am I wrong? Am I wrong? You're not correct, sir. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, his point totals, what, the last five or six weeks have been pretty pretty bad. My pretty team bad. only performs when it's important. I locked up the one seed a long time ago, and now that the playoffs are here, they're performing again. So. That extra rest really helped the team, man. <laughs> that first round bye helped him so much. 108 points beats nobody. Oh, that's true. But hey, that's what you play for. Got to play for those buys, isn't that right, Anthony? Yeah, you bet your sweet ass. You got to play for those buys, <laughs> oh, baby. Oh man, because you need <laughs> every bad. advantage you can get. Beat me by like 32 points to yeah. get it. Oh. Unreal, man. But yeah, like I said, I think the overall overall arching thing. Russell Wilson, 14 points. Oh my. Eckler, 11. Uh, Goddard seven, Robbie Anderson four. When you're in the playoffs facing the best in the league, that is not going to cut it. So Aaron will be playing for the sixth, no, no seven or eight. The seventh or eighth pick next week against the loser of our next matchup, which not only is it the game of the week, but maybe the game of the year. Maybe the game of the this entire establishment uh. of the league, honestly. Okay, I don't even know where to start here. Um, Forever. So, I, I feel like I'm talking too much. Can one of you guys kind of like set the scene going into Monday Night Football? All right, so I wake up Monday morning. You now I get my nice cup of coffee, a little bit of oatmeal. What you kind know, of like coffee? Big cafe. With what? Do you use creamer? Absolutely not. I like my coffee black. Ah. Say it a little louder, Anthony. <laughs> oh, I said just like as women. No big deal. <laughs> Aside from that comment, um, so, you know, Anthony wakes up. We start talking about the game. You know, I said, you're, you're going to have to have the Steelers just absolutely get demolished and shit the bed for you to win. He's like, yeah, I have really no chance, you know. All right, and he why, was very discouraged. Why Why did he not have a chance? Let's, let's start. Okay, bef- let's go on, in the specifics. He was down 11. Down 11. And why and, was he down? Why was up? Or, no, he was, he was up 11. Oh, I apologize. Sorry, yeah, 11. Uh, I apologize. You know, that was a mistake there. I mean – up 11 with Tim had the Steelers defense and Big Ben Roethlisberger at 11 and 2 versus the 2 10 and 1 Cincinnati Bengals. That just spells recipe for disaster. You know, right. there there's less than a 1% chance for Anthony to win. So, Anthony, uh, you can speak more of this yourself. What is your mentality going into uh that Monday night game? Honestly, it doesn't even feel like I should be in the position I'm in right now. It feels like I stole the win and ran away with it all the way to the bank. <laughs> but, I mean, going into that, that Monday night matchup, I'm up 11. I got nobody playing. Nothing. And Tim's got Big Ben and the Steelers' defense. I'm thinking those two combined, they just need to score at least 12 Against points to beat the me. the Bengals. That's what I'm getting at. Like, Big Ben should put up 30. The Steelers' defense should put up 20 because it's the Bengals with Ryan Finley and his grinning ass. I don't know if you saw those <laughs> memes going around. But surely that's That's like actually easy. Anthony's smile mm-hmm. right after yeah. the game. Oh, I was smiling right there with Ryan Finley. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so you're down 11 going into Monday Night Football. Tim has Big Ben and the Steelers' defense. When did you know you maybe had a chance? I did not think you had a chance. Did you? anybody think he had a chance? Zero chance. At halftime, I did. Well, that's at halftime. Going into it. Going into it, absolutely not. No chance. So when did Anthony know that, like, huh, 
<laughs> I was mentally prepared for a loss and emotionally prepared for a loss after all the Sunday night games ended. Honestly, going into Monday, I was prepared to lose that game and know that my season was over. And I don't know. There was there's always a chance. Hey, they still got to play the game, boys, no matter what. But uh no, I think I realized I had a chance. When I saw Big Ben in the first half with negative six, I was like, okay, not only does he have to beat me, but he's also got to come out of the hole that he's in, too, in order to beat me. Um, And I feel like his morale kind of carried over to the defense. Bengals were just on fire. They were up 17 to nothing, which is bizarre. I didn't think I was going to win the game until Big Ben kneeled it. I, I, I agree. Go ahead. Yeah. I think for me, when I was watching the game, I tried to put myself in Anthony's shoes. I was watching it the whole time, and when that first fumble on the very first snap when the Steelers had the ball, when they just fumbled a just ordinary snap, I was like, wow, okay. All right, I see. that. Yeah, I already got some negative points. And then when Giovanni Bernard scored that receiving touchdown on that angle route from Ryan Finley, that's when I was like, this is real. What, was the, it the second quarter? Yeah, it was like close to halftime. I was like, time. I was like, there is a possibility here. It was a long shot still, but there is a possibility. I always go back and think about that pass that Roethlisberger had to Claypool. He almost took that to the house. Yes, he came he so close. That yeah, play I right there over. changes my season, ends my season. Or <laughs> if you would have lost in that dropped interception. Yes. <laughs> oh. That, uh, that snap you sent so, of Anthony yeah. just like sprawled on the <laughs> I sent a Snapchat right after it. Anthony looked like he had a heart attack. It was he, – he, I don't think he moved for a solid three minutes. And the game was going on too, so I thought he was dead. So Where, where I thought it might have been fate was I think it was like six minutes left in the fourth quarter where there was that pass interference penalty that got him like 40 yards down the field to the one-yard line and Benny Snell ran it in. Oh, yeah. Yep. And then they had that really long drive that got him to the two-minute warning. They stopped him, and then four straight incompletions. Oh, yeah, that was for sure. He needed, what, 18 yards, the final two drives in the game? I thought they were going to, like, dink it, like, midfield and get, like, a 40-yard gain because they're playing prevent defense. And I was like, easily, easily. And the biggest third and fourth down of Anthony's life. And he doesn't even play the game. Mm -mm. No. (laughs) Never even took a snap. No. But so okay, so <laughs> as you could as you could probably guess, the final score of this game came down to Monday Night Football. Final score: Tim and Burrow's best, one fifty two point nine. Anthony and Team Uninspired Youth, one fifty three point six two. Eighteen passing yards. The final two oh. drives. Anthony Nothing. marches on. Sorry, Tim. To the chip. But I told Aaron that I want to call Tim live right now and see if he picks up and we'll just get his reaction. Ask how he's doing. Um, he looked unwell yesterday. He did look very unwell. Yeah, so it, it was it was bad. <laughs> oh, man. Poor Emily. Hope she's doing okay, too. But we will call Tim right now. Put it on speakerphone. Let's just check to see how he's doing. Hey, buddy. What's up? How's it going, pal? 
Oh, it's going. You know, rearranging furniture and shit. Mm. How many tears have you cried today? Uh, a few. Just a few. Yeah, it, it was. You know, you just have to laugh, otherwise you'll, you know, not only cry but die. <laughs> How you feel about that, Anthony? Man, I I texted him. I told him one of us is honestly gonna get our heart broken in this game, and. It sucks. It sucks that it had to be Tim. I'm blessed to be on the other side of it, but Tim, I'm sorry, man. It was an amazing game. We may yeah, it wasn't or may supposed to be me. We may or may not be live on the pod right now, but yeah, that's wild. We glad you picked up. We have Aaron and Stretch also in the building. Yeah, good story too. Tim is uh, yesterday morning. I remember him texting me. He says, "Man, can you believe we're in the championship last year?" And I knew what he was implying. And I was like, "You better hope the Steelers don't shit the bed." And guess what? They unfortunately did, Tim. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I might be able to get over it eventually. We'll see. Aww. I'm sorry, buddy. And uh, so what's what's your new nickname for Anthony? Puppy hater. <laughs> and Tim, I got to ask, why do I hate puppies? Because <laughs> I was going to get a puppy with all the money. Oh, With the championship no. money. And Anthony, what did you tell me last night when uh, Tim said that? I don't even remember what I said. <laughs> he said, he said, this is why you don't count the wins before they happen. Oh yeah, essentially. Yeah. Don't, don't count your chickens. Don't count the chickens before they hatch. Don't yeah. count the cute black lab puppies until. But that's what I want hatch. the money. Counting, you know, it was just like, <laughs> I texted Anthony. I was like, you know, I'm not a shit talker, so I couldn't. I wasn't going to text him anything, but what I said was like, I was a hundred percent confident. Oh, yeah. And I was 100% confident that I was going to lose going into that. <laughs> yeah, it, it was unreal. Got a lot of sports, baby. That's fancy football, baby. That's why we play the game. You win who you win. Well done, Chief. <laughs> All right, Tim. Anything you want to add to the listeners before we sign off? Um, any, it's, any last? It's, just, it's fuel to the fire, man. That's all it is. My guys had too many turnovers. Turnovers don't win ball games. But next year we're coming back hungrier than ever. All right. And there it is. The final words from a team that will now be relegated to the non-championship game of the This League final round. Tim Raider, thank you for joining us, man. Have a good rest of your evening. Bye, Tim. Bye. Bye, Tim. Bye. Oh, yeah. By the way, Tim, who you got? Anthony. Anthony. Or shit. Or shit. All right, buddy. Hey, I'm going to fight in your honor, Tim. <laughs> All right. All right. Peace out, Tim. Go win it. He's dead inside. <laughs> he is. He is. He's dejected. He is doing a great job of covering that up. I know. I know. But, okay, if we, leave, if we move outside of the Monday Night Football absolute tragedy, Tim, he had a great week. 152 points in the playoffs. That's what you need to do. DeAndre Swift looking like a solid guy for the future. Josh Jacobs did his thing. DeAndre Hopkins. You could maybe ask for a little bit more from Miles Sanders and Decaf Metcalf. I mean, Chris, he scored 141 points sans his quarterback and his defense. I mean, what more can you ask for? I know. Maybe a bit of luck from Anthony's perspective. And, of course, Anthony, how does it feel to just be riding on the big, broad shoulders of Tractor Cito in the month of December? <laughs> You know, I'm enjoying the ride, brother. Let me tell you that. <laughs> oh, baby. 
But no, he's going to – hey, he is my franchise. Him, Lamar, Travis Kelsey, they are my team, honestly. They are the, the big three that I have. I need them to perform every single week. But so far, big old Tractor Cito, he's been paying off, man. Last week he got 36.2. The week before he got 4.9. Okay, let's forget about that. But then the week before that he got 38.5. The man is capable of popping off. Derrick Henry season, baby. It's cold outside. As the winner of our fantasy football team or league last year, Derrick Henry rode me to the playoffs. And so now I get to face him and I am terrified. As you should be. <laughs> yeah, you definitely should be pretty scared. Uh, you should also be scared of a guy by the name of Travis Kelsey as well. Goodness gracious. What a game that was. Um, I'm sure we will hear more of that as we wrap up the season um, in the weeks to come. Anything else before we get to the chip preview? I, I have a quick thing. Anthony, I pulled up the stiff arm that Derrick Henry had against the Lions. I just want you to watch it and give me your honest reaction Let's do it. really quick. Live reactions here. Live reactions. I can't see it either. Cuts outside. A poor Lions. Oh, oh my God. God. Threw him down like he owed him money. <laughs> Man. Get your dirty ass. Goodness, yes. Derek, Hun- Derek Hungry. Ooh. He is hungry. Derek Hungry. He's hungry, hungry for points. He's the Yeti for a reason. He is the Yeti. All right, guys. The moment you all been waiting for. It's now time for the ship. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the match that we've all been waiting for. You've rode with us. Maybe you've rode on us. Who knows? I don't know your guys' personal lives. But you've rode with us through at least 13 weeks of this podcast. You've learned the players. You've learned their strengths, their weaknesses. And now the time has come to determine who is the best out of all of you. If you've been paying attention, as I'm sure you have been, you know the finalists for the this league championship game is team uninspired youth and anthony going up against kyle stretch and team saving matt ryan the number one and number two seed in the tournament that's why you play for the buys boys and girls because now they're here and it's championship time so before we jump into just the overall lineup previews i want to start with stretch man just describe your journey, bro. Like, how'd you get here? The ups and the downs. Let us hear it. I tell you what. We went into draft night. I drafted my team. Everyone made fun of me. Everybody. Everybody. As he looks <laughs> me in the and eyes. And I'm looking at Chris. So everyone just said my team was shit. You know, I think it was after the first week I lost. I think I had number 10 power rankings. I think everyone said I was last. And I got motivated and did absolutely nothing while my team rode to a very high win streak, uh, first in the league for multiple weeks. And then again, you know, every season has its ups and downs. And these past few weeks have uh, definitely been a down. But I got to say, these weeks have not mattered. And, you know, my team does go out and perform when it does matter. And that's why I'm here. So we'll see what happens. There you go. Stretch number one in the power rankings for so long until, like you said, the end of the regular season started sliding off a little bit. But he wins when it matters. You win who you win. Anthony and Team Uninspired Youth, perhaps one of the more consistently dominant teams, but he just got really unlucky with a lot of teams blowing up against him. 
but describe your journey here. How did it happen? How the hell, like, why are you here? <laughs> I'm still asking that question myself, man, <laughs> to be honest with you. I mean, looking at my season from top to bottom, I started off 0-3, to be honest with you. Started off 0-3. In my first two games, I lost by literally a margin of maybe 2.5 points total combined. Um, I mean, I, w- I win some more games. I've always had a steady QB situation, Derrick Henry. Um, honestly, Dak Prescott's injury hurt my team a little bit more than I think people realize because I had C.D. Lamb on my team who was killing it. With Dak Prescott, I think he got hurt like week five or something. C.D. Lamb's production went down, especially those couple weeks where they kind of had a fish wishy-washy QB situation there. Um, Will Fuller had a great season. I was riding Will Fuller. He was a huge flex player for me, um, and he's gone. That's really hurt me too. Don't take the drugs, kids. Don't take the drugs. No, don't even think about it. Don't put <laughs> – daddy's cough syrup in your mouth anyways (laughs) um (laughs) anyways i've been i'm i'm on a roll fellas i've been winning since week 11 right now now it all comes down to one game anything can happen to be honest i think i'm feeling good going into the last week i mean i am the leading scorer of the league so i mean points is money in this league but I know Kyle, I mean, he's number one for a reason. His team does have the ability to pop off at any at any second. So if my team can stay consistent, then I think I have the I think I have the upper hand, but hey, they still gotta play the game. Comes down to one game. Comes down to one game. Now, Aaron, describe to me your journey of why you suck. Well, how about you suck because I, you didn't I, even make the playoffs. You're as good as your last game. I was second highest <laughs> point scorer last week, so I don't know what you're talking about. Kidding, of course. Okay. <sighs> so uh, we were just going to do a full breakdown of this game. We're going to go position by position. How are these guys going to set out their lineup? I was going to have me and Aaron do it, but we have we have the camel's mouth right here. So stretch. Run us through your lineup as it currently stands. Who will be taking the field for you in the championship game? Well, now, obviously, don't give us all your t- deep, dark secrets, but, you know, just give us what your lineup looks like right now. Well, right now, the quarterback, you know, we have the number one quarterback, the number one overall points accumulator for this league, Kyler Murray. That, feeling pretty confident. They are playing a San Francisco team. Good defense, but, you know, San Francisco's struggling on offense. You know, you got to have both sides of the coin sometimes. You know, keep the Kyler Murray off the field. So I feel confident there. Melvin Gordon and Kamara, Alvin Kamara as the running backs. We have Mike Evans, Tyler Lockett as the wide receivers. Hunter Henry as the tight end. Right now we have Emmanuel Sanders and Giovanni Bernard as the flex positions. And as of right now, we have the Arizona Cardinals versus that San Francisco 49ers offense as the defensive uh, slot. So, All right, there you go. Anthony, who are your soldiers, man? Who's walking out there for you? All right, man. Well, I got old man Riverwalk, Lamar Jackson coming out there, <laughs> Travis Kelsey, Derrick Henry. They're my main three. Uh, second running back, I got Darnell Henderson. Darnell Anderson. Yep. And then I got the twins, the Viking twins, Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. Hey, I'm wearing my Viking sweatshirt today, too, man. I'm really needing them on Christmas Day. Looks hot, bro. Oh, thank you. And then Corey Davis, CeeDee Lamb, um, and then I got the Chiefs defense right now, so... 
that's going to be kind of a rough draft of what I've got going into Championship Sunday. Okay, let's go by these position by position, see who we're liking. Anthony, who does Lamar Jackson have this week? Lamar Jackson, he's going against the New York Giants at home. Mm-hmm. All right, and then we have Kyler Murray. Playing the San Francisco 49ers. At home. Ad- this is correct. Advantage Lamar? I mean, both are in pretty decent matchups, I guess. I, I would take Kyler. I think he's pretty much proven the last couple weeks. He's just kind of matchup proof. I think you can guarantee he's going to get over 20. I think that's the strength of both teams, though, especially how Lamar's been coming on lately. Positive for Anthony there. Uh, I think you, that's almost a toss-up. I think you have to give the slight advantage to Lamar. but I, think I mean, Lamar's rushing ability is more consistent, I think, than Kyler, but, I mean, he's not been the greatest passer this year. True, true. Any thoughts on those, gentlemen? No, I think that's true. But Lamar Jackson, he's been playing good ever since he had COVID, to be honest with you. So maybe COVID <laughs> is the secret to good NFL football. But – uh, Lamar Jackson, he has struggled with the passing. I think if he got some more passing yards, I think he would be the complete package in the NFL, honestly. But well, he is a prior NFL MVP, so uh, all I got to say is that, you know, Kyler Murray is the more consistent passer. I think Lamar is obviously the more pop-off rusher. True. Uh, I think – I mean, Kyler Murray does have his design rushes. Uh, he, has, he hasn't gone over 100 yards. Lamar can easily go for 200. Like, it, it – if he has a game, he has a game. It's the way it is. So That's true. All right. So pretty juicy quarterback matchup there. Now we go to the running backs. Anthony will be throwing out Derrick Henry at the Green Bay Packers. Oh, oh, rest in peace. And throwing out who's your who's your surprise running back start this week? I think it's gonna be Darnell Henderson, man. Oh juicy. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, we have Cam Akers. He is not gonna be playing. Which uh, is huge for me, bad for Zach, because I think Zach has Cam Akers. But if I needed Cam Akers to go down, this is the time I needed him more than ever. This is a preface before we continue that we do not wish upon any harm upon any NFL player. We wish there is no injuries, and we want everyone to be healthy and safe. Yeah, just get a sprain, and then you'll be fine. A little concussion never hurt nobody. Just kidding. Ugh, never mind. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so looking like it could be Derrick Henry and Darnell Anderson going out there for Anthony. Uh, of course, all of these are up in the air as we're currently potting, but you know, it doesn't hurt to speculate. Stretch, who are you throwing out there running back? We have my bona fide franchise player, Alvin Kamara, um, and also the other end of that Darnell Anderson trade, Melvin Gordon. You can't write this in a movie, folks. You can't do it. The storyline writes itself. Oh. Darnell Henderson and Melvin Gordon. It's like Stone Cold and The Rock going up against each other, to be honest. They've been fighting forever. What a sad comparison. (laughs) Stone Cold and The Rock is Melvin Gordon and Darnell Henderson. That's sad. All right, from a third-party perspective, Aaron, Henry and Henderson going up against Kamara and Gordon. Who gets gets the edge? This is tough for me because – uh, who, wait, who's Kamara going up against? Minnesota 25th defense, rushing defense. Ooh. And Derrick Henry also has a juicy matchup against Green Bay's rushing defense, Jordan, which hasn't been great. I think it really comes down not to Derrick Henry and Alvin Kamara because they're going to get theirs. I think Derrick Henry's locked in, in the bank, 20-plus points. I mean, that's just going to happen. Kamara, 15 at least. That's probably going to happen. 
But when it comes down to Darnell Henderson and um, Melvin Gordon, they're both touchdown dependent. They really are. I mean, if you take away Melvin Gordon's two touchdowns, he only had, what, 15 or so touches and, you know, 12 points total. So I think the touchdowns are going to be crucial for that matchup and who uh, prevails. I will say, too, another reason for my big slide is that Drew Brees is officially back in New Orleans. And now Kamara, instead of just being a little tiny, you know, running back three, <laughs> she's not the big back RB1. Or RB2, possibly. RB1, like I said. <laughs> so, Drew Brees is back. He's got the one game of rust out of his grasp. You know, he looked awful the first quarter. But I think he's good now. And, you know, I think the Saints offense is going to start rolling. I think so. Who's Gordon play? The Los Angeles Chargers. Go, Chargers. Oh, go. Revenge game. 22nd rushing defense, Chargers. Oof. Not the week you want a revenge game, man. Not the week to go and against it. Uh, Darnell Anderson gives me really a lot of anxiety. That Rams backfield is brutal to try to predict. I know Cam Akers is out, so it's going to be the Malcolm Brown, Darnell Anderson show. If, if he's the man, you could show, like, if you, if you give a Rams running back a – work like a, a a good workload that can win you a week so that is definitely something to watch um but of course Derek Henry and Alvin Kamara I think is more of the stone cold rock <laughs> comparison than Henderson and freaking Gordon that's like Seamus and Kofi Kingston put some respect on Kofi Kingston's name son. I just oh, I'm so happy I named two random wrestlers <laughs> I'm proud of you do they still wrestle yes they do are they good? Kofi? Kofi? Yeah, I'd say they're both pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Got two big wrestling guys here. <laughs> Woo! Big wrestling guys. Love it. All right. So, we Woo! Move. I guess if I have to give advantage, I think I would go stretch at running backs just because, like I said, Henderson gives me anxiety. I think slight edge stretch just because of Drew Brees being back. I think it's not even close if Drew Brees isn't back, to be honest with you. Yeah. I think Anthony wins that by a landslide, but because he's back, PPR volume. I think so. So, we'll start with stretch this time. The wide receiver gang, who are you throwing out there? Throwing out Mike Evans and Tyler Lockett. And their matchups are? Mike Evans playing the 30th ranked defense in the Detroit Lions, 30th ranked passing defense, and Tyler Lockett playing the first ranked passing defense in the Los Angeles Rams. But... I think Ramsey is going to cover more of a Metcalf opposed to Lockett. So, you know, there's a good possibility for a big game. We'll see, though. That is true. Okay, is there any amount of money I can give you to start Josh Gordon this week? Absolutely not. Oh, it'd be so awesome. I, mean, I thought about it, but absolutely not. Cannot rely on somebody who's not played the whole season. Sorry. I mean, there's a decent likelihood he cannot perform Tyler Lockett, being that Lockett hasn't scored over five points in, like, a thousand weeks. False. <laughs> Maybe a little hyperbolic, but you get my point. Okay, so Evans and Lockett for stretch. Anthony's throwing out. I got the dirty dudes, man. I got Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen, the Minnesota Viking twins. Dirty Dan. Um, <laughs> oh, yes. So the, the Mario Brothers, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen on Christmas Day. You hoping for a Christmas miracle here, Anthony? Hoping for a big Christmas present from the Minnesota Vikings. Amen. Um, and they play who? I'm sorry. The Saints. That's a pretty tough matchup. Aaron, you got you got a grimace on your face. You have you have Evans and Lockett going up against the Viking Bros. 
I mean, I think I like the Viking Bros. I, I really do. Uh, Mike Evans has been turning it around. I will say that he's been pretty consistent in the last five weeks, despite you know a crowded Bucks trio of receivers that can get theirs any game of the week. Um, he's been proving it for years in the NFL, so I like that for stretch. I don't understand Tyler Lockett. I, I really don't. Um, he's not been putting up good point totals. I think you can go out on the waiver wire and find someone that'll get you 10 points. I mean, he just isn't, he's not good. I mean, we, he proved one week that he is worth playing. And outside of that, where has he proven that he's worth it? Aaron is showing a little bit of bias because, you know, Russell Wilson is Aaron's quarterback and Aaron has, has a lot of pent up resentment against Russell Wilson right now. So frustration. You're right. That's true. Uh, I, I have to give the edge to Anthony here as well. Um, it's never usually not good to have two wide receivers from the same team on your team, but Kirk Cousins is just showing that it doesn't matter. He loves them both equally like a good father. Um, <laughs> and uh, Tyler Lockett, a lot like Darnell Anderson on Anthony's side, gives me anxiety. I, I don't know how you can expect – I know Jalen Ramsey will be busy with DK Metcalf, but I can't think of the other cornerback for the Rams, but I know he's, he's good. He's not a slouch either. So, um, uh, just even with Josh Gordon, he might play like six snaps, but that doesn't help either. So, I think I had to give the slight edge to Anthony and the wide receiver. It's slight. It's the championship. Everything's going to be slight here. I, w- I will say one quick thing. There is always a potential. You play Tyler Lockett, he gets you that 40-point game. I know. There you got to think if that, that happens, it's over. You're right. Which, he's got that upside. I'm not saying he can't. I'm just saying proof's in the pudding. This will surely be out before Friday. So, by Friday, we might know a lot. I just want to say one thing. I honestly agree with Aaron. I think the make-or-break thing between Kyle and I for this championship game is going to be if Kyle has a player – that's going to have that explosive monster game. And I was looking at the playoff brackets when the playoffs started, and I knew I was either going to play Tim eventually or Aaron eventually. And I looked and I said, you know, I've played both of those guys earlier in the season. I've beat both of those guys earlier in the season. Then I look at Kyle. Kyle is the new obstacle I have to go through now. I did play Kyle earlier this season, and I lost. (laughs) And Tyler Lockett had that 53-point game against me. You can't write it. Can history repeat itself? You can't write it. (laughs) It's a question. Man, hoping for another 50-point explosion to stretch there. The thing is, Russell Wilson sucks against the Rams. He's horrible against them. I mean, eight points last time he played them. He was awful. It's professional NFL players. You know, anything can happen. Anything can happen. We will move on to what is probably the most let's, lopsided. Let's uh, let's cut to the chase here. You know, Travis Kelsey versus Hunter Henry. You know, it's not even close. Advantage Anthony all around. We all know it. All right, let's go on. I like that. Travis Kelsey, good at football. Uh, Anthony will be hoping for a big game there. Now let's move on to what maybe is the most important part. Two flexes in this league formats, and we like it that way because it usually means you got to start somebody that's pulled out of your ass. So, stretch, as of right now, who you got in the two flexes? I have Emmanuel Sanders, who is a Saints number one wide receiver right now, with Michael Thomas being out. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. And then I have also Giovanni Bernard as the other flex position, coming off a 22-point game with 25 25 carries in a 22-point game. 
But let's just for the sake of amusement, let's go through all my other possible flex position players. All right, so keep Sanders and Bernard in your mind. Adrian Peterson. Not nope, I'm good. Hasn't done anything. <laughs> Joe makes on an IR. Yeah, he, you know, he could get more points than Tyler Lockett. <laughs> Rashad Penny, <laughs> first game back from an ACL tear from last year. Josh Gordon, been suspended for smoking the dope. You won't. Do it. Uh, Rod, or Rashad Higgins, who actually – Rashad, I apologize. Rashad Higgins, who actually is the only option – oh, second option, possibly for a flex. Debo Samuel, hurt. Jerry Judy, inconsistent. Devin Duvernay. Lock it in. Devin Duvernay. And then Gusecki, who's been out last week, and he's been limited this week so far. So, you, you know – we have been injured all around. My team has been decimated. It's kind of a surprise I even made it this far with the flexes I've been in. So, I'm going to be honest. Heard it from the horse's mouth. He's like, how the hell am I here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the flexes have been a problem for Stretch, I think, all season. Not to his fault. Uh, there's just been some injuries. Uh, Cortland Sutton even week two went out. Oh, yeah, Julian Edelman out. They've been on IR for forever. Um yeah, I mean, it's it's ugly for him. I don't think he's going to back away from saying that. But, uh, you know, I think he's got to just get some sort of output. I mean, Jerry Judy against me in, in our matchup, only having three points, that just can't happen against Anthony. He's got too much consistency that will just overpower that. I agree. Now, Anthony, who do you have that will overcome the overwhelming force of Emmanuel Sanders and Gio Bernard? I've got Corey Davis, Tennessee Titans wide receiver, going up against the Green Bay Packers on Sunday Night Football. And I've got CeeDee Lamb. Um, Cowboys, I think he's the number one wide receiver, I guess. Maybe not. Who knows? Yeah, Gallup's probably the number one in Dallas, I'd have to say. But, uh, yeah, Corey Davis and CeeDee Lamb. Corey Davis had a pretty good game last week, 21 points. Uh, Two weeks before that, he dropped a monster 35 if that can happen again. And something just tells me in my gut I should play C.D. Lamb. I don't know. I think it's divine intervention. So I'm going to let C.D. Lamb. Just got a little tingle in your heart yeah. there. Yeah. C.D. Lamb nudging at your, nudging yeah. at your whatever. Exactly. Who's he play? Uh, Philadelphia. Ooh, Corey Davis and C.D. Lamb going up against Gio Bernard and Emmanuel Sanders. I think Corey Davis is the closest thing you're going to get to last year's Devontae Parker this year. Just a guy who's been heights a long time. Everybody kind of forgot. Then he has a really decent year. You just got to hope. It's kind of a lose-lose situation for you almost because you got to think if Derrick Henry has a big game, Corey Davis maybe doesn't. But if Corey Davis has a big game, you know, two touchdowns, that's two touchdowns that Derrick Henry doesn't get. So the Green Bay defense is certainly not anything to be scared of. But that's something you got to think about. And CeeDee Lamb, he's a big boom guy. I think Gio Bernard is the best choice out of all of them. But then I think... Uh, I, I would disagree. Who do you think? Corey Davis. Yeah, Gio Bernard's going to get 25 carries, though. Yeah, Corey but, Davis might yeah, get one catch for six what, yards. 25 carries and playing with a quarterback, a backup quarterback, who's, who's going to check it down. Who's just going to dump it off. So That's true. So I think he's the best decision out of all of them. But then I think Emmanuel Sanders is the worst decision out of all of them. I don't know about that one. All right, I do. All right, l- let me read you. <laughs> let me let me read you from week ten on because their bye was week nine. What Giovanni Bernard's point totals have been? All right, eight point seven, nine point five, 
Go ahead and read how many carries he's received in each of those games, too. I mean, it doesn't matter. you got to be on the field to get points. And then you're only good as your last game. So 25 carries his last game against the top-ranked uh, second. That, right. And they, and they won. That's the thing, right? Like, something's, something's working there. So, I don't know. It's, it's risky in my book. Who did the Bengals play? I'm sorry. The 31-ranked ru- rushing defense in the Houston Texans. Okay, so that's not going to be a blowout. So they'll, they'll keep up. They can run. And pass. And pass. Yeah, but, I mean, I think the ceiling, the absolute ceiling is what you saw last game against oh. the Steelers. With these flex options, I think that's all you need. With, with Corey Davis? Corey Davis could put up 40. All I got to say is with Aaron's prior expertise, does not apply because last time he predicted a nuke, it did not happen. So Now let's say, because to your guys' point, that like the G- Tennessee Titans are either going to have to play through Derrick Henry or a receiver like Corey Davis. It's going to be one or the other. But last week, Derrick Henry, I think he had 25. Corey Davis had 21. If they split it like that, that's good for me. That's too. what I'm saying. There's enough for both of them to perform. There really is. Got to eat. So you're you're giving the advantage to Anthony there? Advantage Anthony. I got to go stretch. I just got a good feeling about Bernard this week, dude. Gio. I just got a good feeling. The last thing I'll say about Gio, I mean, yeah, he had a good game, but he's old. He's not as nimble as he used to be, and the point totals show that. If you have limited touches, Alvin Kamara did that his first year in. If he got 25 points against, you know, the Giants defense, fine. But the Steelers were just in flux the whole game. The the field got tilted from the start. And You want to make a bet? And Yeah, I sure do. Over under 15 <laughs> points for Gio Bernard. I'll go over under 18. 17. All right, I'll do the under. Over 17? Uh, 10 bucks? Last time I did 10 bucks bet with you, I'm probably going to lose, but we're going to do it anyways. Yeah, that's fine. All right, 10 bucks, shake on it. 17 points this for Gio hypothetical. We're not doing this for legal purposes. It is not a true bet. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Laws and shit. Um, okay, so it looks like Aaron will give the slight advantage to Anthony in the flexes. I'm going to give a slight advantage to Stretch because I love me some Geo this week. So, uh, and the defenses, we'll kind of keep those up in the air. I feel like we might have some waiver claims coming in. They will be changed. Yes, we will see. So, we'll skip that for now. Let's just get to the point that everybody's waiting for. We went through the lineups. Let us know in the comments, emails, social medias. There will be stuff coming out. Who you guys think is going to get the dub? Aaron, I'm putting you on the spot. Who is the first champion, $1,000 winner, owner of the nut trophy of this league? My strategy of picking games had me first among the guys on this podcast, me, you, Chris, and Tim, and I use the same strategy every week. On paper, when it comes down to it, consistency across the board, who's the better team? I think it's Anthony. And I I, I, I think Derrick Henry, Travis Kelsey, they're not going to fail. They will not fail. They haven't failed all season. And you can really only say that about Kyler Murray at this point for for stretch. I mean, Alvin Kamara, sure. You know, I think he's going to get some point totals, but Drew Brees has been out. You know, there's still some question marks there. So, uh, I think Corey Davis has a big game. I think, uh, yeah, just across the board, the Vikings duo on Christmas, one of them is bound to to do well. One of them will do good and and probably put up wide receiver at least two numbers. So, I think, you know, it's not going to be a blowout. I'm not calling that, but I think Anthony wins comfortably, maybe by 15, 
or so points. No nukes this week. No nukes. <laughs> there will not be nukes. So there's one pick for Anthony. As you heard on the phone earlier, Tim picks Anthony. And I feel like every single time Stretch has been picked against this year, he's delivered, man. He's number one for a reason. All year, think about it. All year we've been saying, well, yeah, Stretch has Kyler Murray and Kamara, but outside of that, he kind of sucks. Well, whenever Kamara had Breeze, he just kept freaking winning. He kept winning, and it was really annoying. It was pissing everybody off because his team's not good. But he has those two guys. Freaking Murray is going to do his thing. Kamara has Breeze back. Like Stretch said, Breeze knocked the rust off last game. Still almost beat the Chiefs. But he knocked the rust off last game. So I think Kamara is going to return to Kamara ways. Maybe put up 40. Like I said, I love me some Gio Bernard. Tyler Lockett gives me a lot of anxiety. But I think if he just – if Tyler Lockett doesn't tank – and I think Stretch gets it done. I think Stretch solidifies his spot as the number one team in the league. He was all year, and he is your inaugural this league champion. One quick point point out, back with the Drew Brees coming back and knocking off the rust, Emmanuel Sanders, 14 targets before Drew Brees got hurt for a solid 23 points. And, you know, he's gotten 12, about 12 of the game past couple games, you know, Taysom Hill and then Drew Brees returning. And uh, once the rust is off, you know, Kamara and Sanders can be dangerous, especially versus the team they're playing, the Vikings. All right. Well, Stretch, is that like your official pitch? Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cue you up, man. Like, here yeah. is your chance to say why you are going to win the championship. Okay. Well, you know, I, 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 I guess I jumped the gun a little bit. But, you know, I've had the top quarterback and running back the entire year Quarterback's back in full strength for that running back. My wide receivers can pop off at any time. My flexes do give anxiety to a lot of people, but to me, I have full confidence in my team. We go out there, we practice every day, we go for the week, and we go and we solidify and we close it in the end, baby. So I'm ready to run through a brick wall. Let's go. There is saving Let's Matt go. Ryan. It's gonna be a big one. Formerly hung like a Bronco. <laughs> <laughs> you just had to slick that in there. <laughs> All right. Now, Sir Anthony and your team of uninspired youth. All right, man. First off, everything that Kyle just said about fucking practicing and shit, that's bullshit. He doesn't fucking practice. It's fancy football. So <laughs> shut up. Anyways, so, <laughs> so I'm going to say I'm feeling confident. I mean, Kyle, his team kind of fell on its face at the right time in terms of going into the playoffs. I think I uh, have consistency on my side. I think I'm loaded from top to bottom at least. Um, couple couple holes that I'm going to try to fill in with the waiver wire. Hopefully I can do that. But, hey, it's there's only one game that matters. I'm at least projected, but projections, who cares? And I will say, you know, the one team I have been scared of looking through the entire league was Anthony's team in that hot streak. Now, I wasn't scared of Aaron. Brushed him off like a gnat. Annoying little gnat that's annoying just chirping in your ear. Annoying little gnat, but I'll be back. Tim, not worried. You know, teams that are in the playoffs weren't really worried, but Anthony, Anthony has been the team that I have been worried about the most. And you know, we finally have to face those fears. And in, uh, in the final week, it all comes down to this. So, I think it's safe to say two of the best teams got into the final. I mean, wow, the the chaos is like me or Don would have made the final. <laughs> <laughs> Don, LOL. That would have been bad. That would have been really bad. 
Before we uh, before we take off, I want to give a quick shout out to Chris actually for helping me choose my team's name, Uninspired Youth. In the preseason rankings, I didn't know. I was just Team Lapinta, whatever I think. But uh, yeah, Team Chris in the beginning of the season said, you know, Anthony's team doesn't really inspire me. Hey, I'm sitting in the big boys chair now, so we'll see what happens. And where's Chris? Not in the big boys chair. <laughs> Second highest scorer of the week last week. That's where I am. Stretch. We're coming. Team for like performing, getting my warrior Saquon back next year. I'm sorry, Your Majesty. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, there you have it. It's going to be chaos. It's going to be glorious. Follow on all our social medias to keep up with that during championship week. But let's get out of here for now. All right. Well, as always, listen to us on all of the podcast platforms that you care about, Spotify and Apple Music. Subscribe us. Subscribe us. You can do that too. Subscribe to us. Review us. Five stars. Share us. And as always, clobber the like button, baby. Destroy it. Crush it. Annihilate it. Pound it. Dilly womp it. Batista bomb that shit. Wow, I can't follow that up. Just click it. Or just click the like button. That's cool. As always, follow us on Insta and Twitter at thisleague underscore pod and email us with comments, suggestions, compliments at thisleague2020 at gmail.com. And lastly, it's three days before Christmas. Have yourself a merry freaking Christmas. I'm excited. It's going to be a great year. Spend it with your family responsibly. COVID's still going around. Don't, you know, go licking your grandma, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> what normally occurs every single year. I mean, everybody does it, right? You know? Nice little lick to your grandma. Ha ha. Ha Yeah, that's all I got. I hope you guys have a safe and Merry Christmas. Be with your family. Hope you get all the gifts that you have. Anything else to add, gentlemen? Thanks to Stretch and Anthony for joining the pod. Appreciate you, boys. Good. That's a good podcasting host thing to do. <laughs> hey, thank you guys for having us. It's been a hell of a year. Got many years to come. Yeah, thanks for having us. You know, it's been a pleasure, you know, this whole year. And like Anthony said, a lot of years to come. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a cool thing, so... The whole year led up to this. It's going to be a good one. Thank you, gentlemen, again for joining. I'm Chris. I'm Anthony with Team Uninspired Youth. <laughs> I'm Aaron. And I'm Stretch. Oh, we're all so cute. We're out of here. Go on, get. I used to hate Christmas. On the first day of Christmas, my true love sent to me. A half of a brick told me feed my family I took it to the hood and I dropped it in the sink Then I whipped it into a whole thing Jumped off the porch early, man, it was You bet your sweet bippy I did. <laughs> <laughs>